Are you a dedicated people pleaser in both your nursing career and your personal life? Does that way of being sometimes get in your way? I've seen my own codependence mess with my head, and I wonder if you feel the same way. Let's talk about being nurses and people pleasers right here on episode 168 of The Nurse Keith Show. Hello and welcome to The Nurse Keith Show. I am so grateful that you're listening, whether it's your first time tuning in or you've been hanging out with me for months or years here on the airwaves. Thanks for being part of the growing Nurse Keith Nation. This podcast is all about you and your nursing career, and I'm here to share education, inspiration, and ideas that can get you moving in a positive and inspired direction. Speaking of podcasts, have you heard about my new podcast, Mastering Nursing? That's right. It's a new interview-style podcast focusing on the nursing profession. Check us out at nursingdegreedatabase.com forward slash podcast, and you'll get even more of me plus some amazing guests. And if you want to see the show notes for this episode, please follow along over at nursekeith.com forward slash episode 168. That's nursekeith.com forward slash the word episode and the number 168. Anyway, I am thrilled you're here. So let's jump into the studio and dig right into today's topic. When I speak with nurses like you all around the country and even some in other parts of the world, I talk with them about their nursing careers and they often express that they pursued this or that direction in their professional lives because someone said that they should. It's that old word should that gets in our way so often, doesn't it? These nurses who I speak with also express their desire to help people to serve others, to give back to society. And, you know, these are all laudable, praiseworthy goals, and they are similar to the things that I used to say and still say about wanting to be a nurse and being a nurse. But we also need to think about pleasing ourselves, don't we? We can't always be pleasing and working for or, and doing things for other people. So how can we create a life where we do give to others, but we're not necessarily the people-pleasing nurse that everyone wants us to be and, <laughs> and that we often feel like we should be? You know, the word codependence was really big back in the 80s and 90s. Lots of books were written about codependency. And although I don't hear that term much these days, I think it still applies to so many nurses out there and also you non-nurses too. But what we find is that nurses are the types of people who are givers, who often are what has been labeled as codependent, where their happiness and their feeling of belonging and accomplishment has to do with giving to others and doing things for other people. And my friend and colleague, Barbie Dossie, who you've probably heard of before as a nurse entrepreneur and holistic nurse innovator and 
basically a nursing legend. She once told me over tea that a vast percentage of nurses come from alcoholic families. I don't remember exactly the number that she quoted. It was pretty astronomical. And I think she said something about a lot of those nurses being middle children or older children. I'm going to have to get some more information from her about that. But whatever it happens to be, we know, and I know, and I think you know as well, that nurses are a pretty codependent bunch. Many of us have been caregivers and caretakers throughout our lives. How many nurses have I spoken with who told me that they went into nursing because they cared for their uncle or their grandfather or their grandmother or their father or mother or even a sibling? So a lot of our nursing careers are actually born of caregiving and being caretakers. And that often means that we were caregivers and caretakers during our childhoods or our adolescence. I did a lot of caregiving and caretaking during my childhood and teenage years myself. So I can relate for sure. And I think that desire, that inner need to please others and do for others has brought me a lot of wonderful things in the course of my life, but has also tripped me up from time to time because I often have, over the course of my life, put my own needs second to the needs of others. I still catch myself doing it, and I see a lot of nurses doing it, and I bet you, dear listener, might be doing this yourself on a daily basis or on a regular basis, putting aside what you need to do for yourself because you feel like you need to do for others first. Now, like I said, this is laudable. It's praiseworthy. It's wonderful. It probably gets lots of accolades coming to us from people all around us saying, oh, what a wonderful person Keith is, or what a marvelous person Alice is because she's always giving to others. But we have to remember that that level of giving can sometimes come with a price. Sometimes it can come with the price of losing touch with what we really believe or what we want because our needs get subsumed by the needs of others in our lives. And it's not necessarily the fault of the others. It's actually us. We're actually doing it to ourselves. So whether you were a parentified child or you're the adult child of an alcoholic and you grew up in an alcoholic family, or maybe you just grew up in a family where people just expected you to be the giver, to be the peacemaker, to be the one doing what needed to be done, what needed to get done, that might have been some factor in you choosing nursing and or healthcare as a field in which to make yourself a career. So like I mentioned in the show notes, we are preternatural givers beyond the norm. That's what preternatural often means when it's used in this way. I just looked it up because I wanted to make sure I was using it right. So we tend to be givers and it makes a lot of sense, right? Nurses are people who take care of others. So we need to be predisposed to doing that. For some of us, it's just what we do as part of our career. We take care of people, do what we need to do. Then we go home and we take care of ourselves and our families. But Many of us might find ourselves giving, 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 giving again, giving some more and giving even more. And then 
feeling resentful because we have nothing left for ourselves. Does that sound like you? That definitely sounds like me at certain points in my life. Now in my 50s, I'm much better about such things and I have much clearer, stronger boundaries in terms of my self-care and my life and what I need to do for myself. But I see these tendencies in myself. I wonder if you see them in yourself and I wonder if you see them in the nurses and healthcare professionals around you. One of the symptoms of being a preternatural giver and a codependent individual is that you often say yes when what you really want to do is say no. So a friend of yours calls at 11.30 at night, you're in your pajamas, you're getting ready for bed, you've had a long day, and they say they have a sore throat, and sometimes they don't even have to ask, and you say, you know what, I'll get dressed, I'll grab my thermometer and my stethoscope, I'll be right over, I'll listen to your lungs and check you out. I've done that many, many times. I bet you have done it a lot as well. Now, that's a wonderful thing. It's a kind thing. It's a giving thing. But how many times do we do so to our own detriment, either the detriment of our physical health, our mental health, or just feeling like, I don't really want to do this, but we do it anyway because we feel like we should. Now, I just said the magic six-letter word, S-H-O-U-L-D, should. I wrote a blog post way back when about the shoulds and coulds of your nursing career, and I also recorded episode 97 of The Nurse Keith Show, the shoulds and coulds of your nursing career, and I spoke at length in that episode of The Nurse Keith Show and in the companion blog post about how people should all over us all the time. And when we are codependent, when we really define ourselves by what we give and do for others, whether we're doing it for the secondary gain of people praising us and telling everyone how wonderful we are, or we do it just because we think we're supposed to, those shoulds, the ways in which we should ourselves and other people should us and we should all over other people, that can definitely mess with us. It can mess with our heads over time because we lose track of what we actually want and we start doing what other people are telling us we should do. Now, you may tell me that you actually became a nurse because your mother or your father or your aunt or your uncle told you that you should. Now, <laughs> that might have turned out okay for you. It might not have turned out okay for you. Nursing might not have been your first choice. You might have set aside your burgeoning career in wildlife photography because your dad told you, look, Wildlife photography is not going to make you any money. You're never going to get a job with National Geographic. Why don't you take pictures on the weekends and you should become a nurse like your Aunt Kate. Something like that. Something along those lines. You may have heard some messages like that. I never necessarily heard messages about that in terms of nursing, but I heard them throughout my life in terms of other things. And I bet you can relate to some aspect of this shooting that happens everywhere. Now, even when I work with coaching clients, I never like to use the word should in my career coaching. I always say, you know what? This isn't a should, 
This is a could. This is something you could do if you choose to. I am not shooting all over you. So I try to make sure to do that in my coaching. I also try to do it in my life in general because that six-letter word, should, can really be charged emotionally for so many people because we heard it so much as we were growing up. So if you did hear that message a lot, that is not necessarily a word you want to start to use in your life. Or if you do use it a lot, you might want to wean yourself of that word because you don't want to be shitting on other people, do you? So one of the shoulds of nursing, which you probably heard and I did too, is that you should get one or two years of acute care experience. I have spoken on this blog post before, and I've written freely about this, that when I graduated from nursing school in 1996, I announced that I was not going to go to acute care. I was going to go right into community nursing. I was told that I should get a job in acute care because I'd never be a real nurse, and it was professional suicide to skip that acute care experience. I made my own decision at that time, and I'm so glad that I did, and I never looked back. Well, I looked back once in a while, and it's been 22 years now. I've never been unemployed except by choice, and without that acute care experience, I did lots of other things like home health, hospice, community nursing, case management, public health. I've done great in my career. Now, when I speak to newer nurses who really want an acute care experience, or they really want to get those skills, or they are desirous of going into the ICU or the ER or something technical or highly clinical, I say, you know, getting those one or two years of med surge is a pretty good idea. You might want to do that. So I don't should on people telling them not to get their med surge experience. I just tell them that it's a choice. It is a choice. It is not what you have to do or what you should do. It is what you could do. And you may have made that same decision. And if you did, good on you. So I'll grant that sometimes people tell us things that we should do and they actually make sense and that's fine. But in our codependent way of being people pleasers and doing what other people tell us because that's what we were always told we should do, using that word again, then that can get us into trouble. So whatever decisions you've made at whatever time you've made them, whether in your personal life or your professional life, just look at the aspects of those decisions you've made and decide if you've pleased yourself or if you've done it to please others. And if you've done it to please yourself, like I went into community nursing out of school because that's what I wanted to do and I did it and I pleased myself and it all worked out just fine. So Whatever it is, whatever choice you make in your nursing career and also in your personal life at home, make it because it pleases you. Make it because it moves the needle for you. And if someone told you about something that might be a choice for you and you chose to do that, make sure that that choice is being made by you, for you, for the right reasons. I don't want to hear about nurses making choices that are based in codependence, 
that are based in people-pleasing, that are based in shoulds and coulds, and that are steeped in that notion that nurses are givers, that's what we do, we don't take, we're always giving, 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 and if we're not giving, that erases our ability to recognize who we are. So remember that as a nurse, yes, you're a giver. Yes, you're one of those people who wants to serve, who wants to give back, who wants to contribute to society, who wants to repay the debt of your existence. And I think it's wonderful to want to repay the debt of your existence. I see my life in that way, and I think it's a lovely way to look at being in the world. However, we also need to do so in a way that doesn't imprison us in a cage of a life that we create based on what other people have said our life is supposed to be. So you may decide based on some of these ideas that maybe it's time to make a change. Maybe you're going to get a master's degree in psychology because just because someone told you you should get a master's in nursing doesn't mean that you have to. Maybe that master's in psychology is what you really want. Maybe that's what you need to please yourself, to move your career and your life forward, to learn the things that really turn you on, that float your boat, that light your fire. So whatever it happens to be, make those decisions based on the desire to create the life that you want, the desire to create the career that you want, and to be the person who you want to be, to give because you want to give, not because you think your existence is defined by giving. So in the end, are you going to please yourself in this next phase of your life and career, or are you going to try to please your parents, your grandparents, your friends, your colleagues, whoever it is out there, whoever that ubiquitous they is, the they that's always saying, this is what you need to do. This is what you should do. This is the decision you need to make. This is the direction to go in your nursing career. It takes all kinds to make up this world. And we nurses, you and me, no matter how codependent, no matter how people-pleasing we may be, we need to grab life by the horns. We need to live it on our own terms. We need to create the nursing careers we want on our own terms and tell the others who are telling us what we need to do that they can keep their opinions to themselves or they can share them with us quietly without judgment and we'll go ahead and do whatever it is we want anyway. I want you to create the life that you want, to create the life that you dreamed of, to have the career that you dreamed of, and to create what it is that will make you happy in this next phase of your life. That is so important. I truly, truly want that for you. Well, there you have it, folks. Thanks for listening to The Nurse Keith Show. This is a slightly shorter episode than usual. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you feel uplifted and empowered from this episode. I want you to take inspired action every day in the interest of your professional satisfaction and career development and also your own personal growth in the creation of the life that you truly wish to live. The Nurse Keith Show is edited and produced by Tim Hollowell and his team at thepodcastinggroup.com. Social media and promotion are handled by Mark Capispeason. My eternal ongoing thanks to Tim and his team and Mark for their support.
Please remember to check out my new podcast, Mastering Nursing, at nursingdegreedatabase.com forward slash podcast, and the show notes for this episode are at nursekeith.com forward slash the word episode and the number 168. So stay positive, care for yourself and others, take inspired action in the interest of your career, and tune in again as we explore how to take your life and your nursing career to the next level. Be well, dig deep, seek joy, keep in touch, and adios till next time from beautiful Santa Fe, New Mexico.